0: From the thirteen thirty-four decks, where we do the research, so you guys don't have to. Uh, so it's been two weeks. Has it been two weeks?
1: Yeah, we did our usual Thanksgiving break off because we're teachers and we're really tired on Thanksgiving break. And then that break flies by, and then you start seeing you're only three weeks away from the next break. Well, we're so close, man. Oh. <laughs> we're so close.
0: We're we're right. We're right there. Um, so of course. Our last episode that Friday was the big release of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and yep. uh, ini- all right. Initial takeaway: just give me, give me like five words that describes this to you. Describes the game to you. No, I haven't. Be I haven't finished it. I've just been so busy. I haven't like. I don't even think. I- also, I'm addicted to something on there. Um, but so like I'm. I don't even think. I think I have three gym batches. That's it. Ah,
1: so. huh. yeah, I've already, like, beaten the game, got the national decks, so have started my shiny hunting. Um.
0: See, I'm taking it slow.
1: I'm a shiny hunter, man. I must get to the method of shiny hunting. But I've liked it. It's refreshing having, like, something, a brand new like, kind of gameplay to go through. It does show, like a lot of the aging that some of the older games have versus the newer generations. How much more streamlined some additions have been made, which I, you kind of learn to appreciate those more nowadays. But it's not perfect, but I like it. I, I really like it.
0: I will say it's a beautiful game with that... Love of Sinnoh. But you could tell the age difference yeah. in style of gameplay. Like, um, just, we we think about it, and it's so funny. It's so funny. And I, and I remember I was one of these people, too, where I'm like, some of these games are just so fast. And it's, it's not even the sense of, like, easy. It's just fast. Like, I realized going through, like, town to town, there's, like, 806 trainer battles you yeah. have to go through. The, the trainer way. battles
1: do not let up in this game, like...
0: And, and then you can't, like, avoid them. <laughs> you have to deal with them. It's like, oh, here we go.
1: It's just, like, this never-ending... Like, I'm the one that, okay, you know what? I'll do every trainer battle. Let me get all the XP. you know, all that fun stuff. I had a point towards the end where I was just so tired. Like, I just want to get to the end, but... I don't want to leave these trainers unturned because I still want that XP or in order for you to get the national decks, you have to see one of every Pokemon that's in like the Sinnoh decks. So it's like, well, what if that trainer has something I'm missing? So I have to fight all of them because if not, you'll miss that one Pokemon, which we found out Drifloon has never been more popular until this game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because uh, you can only find it on Fridays.
1: Yeah, so drift loon you can only find Fridays outside the Wind Valley Windworks. So that's how you're going to get your dex entry. Or you have to take a dive in Fantina's gym and pretend like you don't know math and get a question wrong so you can fight the trainer with a drift loon. Because without those two opportunities, you're kind of SOL. Unless like you have a buddy that has a drift Loon, they can like touch trade you or have bread and can give you. So, like, I think that was, like, one of the main hang-ups a lot of people kind of hit. So, I mean, I got lucky that I had a friend that had Drift Loon, because I got, I did not do that um, part in Fantina's Gym, and I got the game on a Friday, and I did the Wind Valley Windworks. The thing is, it the event doesn't trigger until the following Friday, and it's like, well, I don't want to wait till the end of this Friday before I can get my radar. So, I just lucked out, and a friend of mine had an extra I can just, like, touch trade real quick. So that kind of got me going, and then okay, I'm set there. But for anybody else, you either you know wait, or if you're the kind of person that wants manipulates the clock. I mean, I guess there's that option. You can fast forward to a Friday, then back to your original time. But I mean,
0: I've actually been enjoying taking my time on this and just like looking at things. But what I was trying to say at the beginning is I've become immensely addicted to the underground. Yep. Very similar to how everyone was with the wild oh, area. You. Remember remember when Sword and Shield had the wild area? And it, before you even really... Like, even though you couldn't catch some of those Pokemon, because they were like level 40 when you started the game, the, like the big overworld ones, it's just like, I just want to keep exploring this little spot. Even if I've... If, like, I know I haven't hit every nook and cranny. I've unlocked a lot of the, the biodomes and stuff and everything like that. But there's just like so many things and I love doing the, the the digging thing and then like going online when you have the uh, diglet bonus and all that stuff like I have been so addicted to that also okay okay I haven't gotten there yet but I've already heard and seen everyone basically say this elite four makes you strategically think as a competitive player Oh, yeah. Because it is tough. And they said S- Cynthia is not Cynthia of past where you think you could go in and wall it out and it's ten times scarier. And then if you do the versus Seeker battle, it's even more. Like, it's it's harder than the, what was it, Trainer Red in uh, Let's Go? If you
1: do the rematch and want to go through it all over again, I think Cynthia officially has the strongest Pokemon team ever level-wise because... She's already pretty up there. I think she's like around level 65 with her team, 67. And that mm-hmm. jumps up to like close to 80, if not hits 80. Like oh if- no, I
0: think it's I think it's above 80, is what uh what the I think I saw it on Serby. I think she has like two Mons that are sitting about above eighty. And I'm just like, what? The so, Elite Four actually
1: has Ivy or Ivy Pokemon. Have the perfect stats. They all have competitive builds, held items. Like you need to have a strategy or you hit hard, hit fast, and do not let them set up. Because if they change the momentum against you, you're going to be struggling. It's I mean, for us that have been longtime players, we know to we know how to build teams, you know, we can think strategically. It's a bit more of a but challenge the for the new fans. the casual and the newcomer fans. It's gonna be a challenge oh. for you. Which I mean, this is what people wanted. This is what they kept asking for. Was a harder game. So here you go. And
0: And I did. And I did like. So I've started listening. Um, since the game dropped. Um, to it's super effective, and they said it best because one of the guys like, look, I I play competitively and stuff like that. So like, he goes, it it's easy if you completely understand the game and have the lineage with the game. To that degree, but he even said that it's still not easy. Like it's, it's still a like you just you have to have a whole strat for it. Like it's just it's it it can be overwhelming at times because people walk in, even people who are experienced players, they walked in not knowing that they did that to (laughs) the elite four and Cynthia, And so like I remember I was watching someone's YouTube channel. And they do Pokemon playthroughs and stuff, and they do like, they do the uh, climb the ranking competitive stuff online, and of course they do like, uh, was it showdown and all that. And yeah. so you're you're, you're you're watching them play, and you're like, oh, this could be a cakewalk for. Me. When you watch them lose to Cynthia six times in a row, also lose to Flint once because Flint walled him out or something, it was like, okay, all right, so we have we have we have some we have some issues here. <laughs> And so I'm I'm excited to get there. And I'm also I'm using a completely different team than I have before. Um, I have like one Pokemon on my thing that's literally just kind of a spot filler for right now, just so I have something of that type. Because um, I'm probably gonna switch it over here soon. But I have a Kadabra. I've I've used an Alakazam and a Kadabra. I just it's the one you train you trade with that lady in the second city, the Machop for the. For the Abra or whatever. Nice, nice. Yeah, so I had that, but I'm just like, that's like just taking up a spot. And I have a Luxray, which I've never used before. And I love Luxray. Um, I have not ran into an Elekid yet, so there's going to (laughs) be, so I don't know how long Luxray is going to be sitting there on my team. I feel kind of bad
1: now because I saw an Elekid in the underground, like, eh, Steven's probably got that already. He doesn't need me.
0: I haven't I haven't gotten a lot of things um that I need. If you thought um, the
1: underground was addicting before, wait till you beat the game and get the national decks, how much more of the underground opens up to you at
0: that point? That's what I've heard. Um I keep running into murkros. But like I told you, I'm also really, really, really big on having the right nature. And I, I know it's not a competitive game, but now that I know how the end of the game is I'm glad I have that thought process because I said this before the game came out and before any of us knew what the Elite Four and Cynthia was going to be like, I said I always like, you know, having certain natures. Like, my Infernape is not viable, but I'm going to keep it on the team just because it's my starter and it's a fire type I could use. Um, But I'm trying to find a good Murkrow to have as a Honkrow. Like, I, I just want one on my team. I've never played it played with it through a playthrough i've only ever used it in like battles and it's one of my favorite pokemon but i've never used it in a playthrough so i'm trying to get one and i keep catching these Murkrows, but they're terrible like docile nature and stuff like that i was like yeah i know i don't want that and everything um you know i did decide to get a licky licky i have a licky licky now like a perfect ivy licky licky that i found in the underground i just like I went up and I ran up on it, and I wasn't even thinking about catching it. But then it used rollout. I was like, oh, it has rollout. We I'm can catching work with this, this right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm catching it right now. So I'm using a Licky Licky for now until I figure out that I'm going to switch it, like I always do. No, I I stuck with... i trying to have a whole different team.
1: Uh, I went with my, my favorites. I mean, I stuck with Turtwig, going to Torterra. I got my Float Soul, I got my Luxray, my Starraptor. My Lucario, of course. Took a little while to evolve Lucario because I was only able to play at night. So had to get a little early to get that evolution. And then I actually got a Houndoom from the underground. Added one of those to my team because I kind of wanted a fire type and I've never really used one before. It's so like, huh, welcome to the team, buddy. So I kind of rolled with that one and that was my team throughout most of the, pretty much all the game. So kind of what I'm using right now is my like part of my shiny hunting squad. I mean, slowly as I start getting shinies, we'll replace certain numbers and I'll have like my battle team and like my hunting team because I have this weird theory that shinies bring shinies. So <laughs> we'll see how well that theory lasts.
0: So I'm using a Rosalia right now. I've heard good I've things never... about
1: Rosalia. Like it's actually a Roserade is very viable, at least in this game.
0: Yeah, I, I've never used it, but like it's, it's becoming one of my favorite. Like, What's funny is I never really cared about Badoo or any or Roselia or anything or Roserade until Pokemon Go had that Community Day, and I was like, oh, I like you know I like the design, but I've never used it in a game ever. I I, I don't even think I've ever caught one in a game. Like I think I've I've had someone trade it to me just to fill up a deck spot, but like I've never used one. I'm using it now, and I'm just like it it. It's like vile plume for me because I love vile plume. I always have a vile plume on my team when vile plumes on the deck on the decks. I don't know why, but they do. Um, but that has been like one of my favorite mons now, and I'm just like, oh, well, I'm really enjoying this right now. And uh, so when I'm going through, like, I don't even know where. To be honest, I don't even know where I'm at. I was playing this morning and I have zero clue. I spent most of my time underground digging up shards and ovals and boxes of
1: see statues. that's what happened to me like i kept seeing people like already finishing the game by like saturday night but when i got to the underground portion by the time i got to like the second gym badge like i just want to explore in the underground so i would use so much time just running around digging up items collecting boxes trying to get statues and then of course there's a the mechanic where if y'all collect the dittos then that gets you an extra shiny roll in the room so Every time I see that, like, numbers start getting in the 30 range, like, yeah, we'll, we'll stick in the underground for a little bit longer. Like, there's really no reason not to be in the underground without being on the internet. I mean, get that bonus. I mean, why not try to build up that sh- those shiny odds? That way you will get
0: might get lucky and might find something shiny. See, I was surprised. Like, I was doing it by my... I'm one of those people where sometimes I just don't even get online. I'm just playing the game as I do because... None of my friends that have a Switch outside of you play Pokemon. So, like, you're the only person I know that that plays Pokemon that I'm really, really close with that I can communicate with if I need something. But, like, timing is always off or whatever. But then I was watching a video and someone was like, yeah, you got to go down and, and do it with the with the internet. And then I see, like, all the bonuses and stuff. Because I was sitting there I was like, oh.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, people can, like, help you dig. Like, they can strike the rock for you and you just sit back let them reveal everything and you just come in and do the final cleanup that way you don't have to waste as many hits
0: yeah it's nice now that i know that so i've been having a lot more fun doing that but again like that has taken my attention away from everything like i'm not paying attention to anything in the store or anything in the main world i just keep going down there
1: it's a good training area too i mean because at a certain point like the gym or at least like the trainers on the routes and everything might not be giving you that xp bonus you need or if you need to grind for like the elite four and all of the pokemon scale to the number of badges you have so there's different levels so it's not a bad place if you need to do a little bit of training you can go to some of those rooms and just shiny hunt and knock out some pokemon get some xp at the same time it's good I am mean, of course trainer battles give you way more xp but i mean at least this is another way to like be more efficient with it because at a certain point Trainers aren't going to give you as much as you're going to need, especially for like late grinding before you get to the elite four, elite four, which, you know, we said you're going to need to do some planning and some training for that to really be successful. So it's not a bad area. Eventually it becomes more like important. You go in there because if you want to do legendary hunting, you need to start finding the now prism spheres that are low not the prism spheres, but there's a set of crystals that you can find by digging in the underground and you need to collect those to be able to trade for the slates, and the slates are how you hunt for your legendaries. So that's something you kind of have to keep focus on as well.
0: Wait, legend? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, where the the slates and legendaries are? I mm-hmm. totally forgot about that whole aspect. I because that was so big when they dropped it before the game, you know, dropped. And I was like, oh yeah, that's gonna be exciting. That's gonna be awesome. And I like now I'm at the point I totally forgot about it because I've been doing everything else. Yeah, it's but, um, you can
1: get to. Uh, I think it's Romanus Park. Like, you can get to it. It's just. You really can't do much hunting until post game, like after you get past the elite four. I mean, that's when you can really start opening the door and really start hunting there.
0: Man, um, one thing besides the tempo of the games, like how slow and methodical of a pace it is with all the battles, I have no problems with this game whatsoever, minus the clipping. Do you know it? Like, have you noticed? When you move, there's so many stagnant spots where you have to, like, completely go, like, it like it cuts you off. It's weird, weird. yeah.
1: You... The movement's kind of a little bit more loose. It's not, like, as tight as most yeah. Pokemon games are. Which, I mean, a lot of the little bugs and all that I understand because it's not the Pokemon company. It's Ilka that created the game. And this is, like, their first kind of go-around to it. So, you know, what they're learning. I'll give them that much, but... It, the movement I'm still trying to like learn. It's to the point to where at least like when I'm shiny hunting, I don't use the joystick anymore. I use the D-pad just to make sure I'm more precise with my movements because I don't want to ruin a chain.
0: Oh, see, I, I I guess that's I guess that's true. I'm just so used to using the joystick because like it reminds me of like X and Y. Also, I know we have the bike. I never use the bike unless I have to get up the hills. Like I just I don't use the bike.
1: Yeah, I've never – your character moves fast enough. I've only really used the bike for, like, those puzzles or jumping over those ramps. That's really all I've ever used it for.
0: Yeah. And so it's like, hmm, well, there's this. That exists. Also – That's a thing. <laughs> also, walking Pokemon and walking animations, I, I, I've I never really cared for it either Either way, like I know people love the whole walking animation, Pokemon walking behind them since yellow and then heart, gold, soul, silver and stuff. I just I've never cared. It's like, cool, it's neat. But yeah, they they uh those are fun, fun little glitches and fun little things to notice. Like you see the Pokemon on the bike rails and stuff or the ones that get stuck or like there's the videos of like the trainers walking out of frame. But your Pokemon that's walking with you is swooped up. And removed. Those are fun and interesting. Flint has taken
1: so many Pokemon from so many trainers.
0: My thing is I, I'm also getting this wave too, because now we're now we're out of the honeymoon phase. We're what, we're about second weekend. Yeah. So like fans clamor for remakes. Get the remakes. And then just poo poo all over it. complain and micromanage it and stuff i actually am really loving this game like this is the first game that i've thoroughly loved since i want to say omega ruby alpha sapphire just because there's like depth to it there's like a story to it it looks great on this on the switch console and stuff i love the kind Um, of
1: mix between this and like the links awakening like remake yeah the way it's got a kind of like more of that dreamy look with like the blurred out edges like i love how that kind of like fits with the aesthetic here
0: it just it feels good it feels really really solid like i have no real complaints about it i mean my complaints are just how slow it is
1: the areas you fight in are like really great too like the actual like battle scenes look amazing like even the When you get to the point where you're fighting, you know, Palkia or Dialga, that whole setup, like the arena you're fighting in looks beautiful with the way that they've done. So, I mean, say what you want about the little glitches and bugs here and there. But, I mean, overall, like, I'm just like you. I'm having fun with it. It's very enjoyable.
0: I've uh, gotten to the point where I've, I've, I've had this conversation with a couple of my friends who've played previous Pokemon games and stuff. They're like, oh, so, you know, it's just a remake, you know, whatever. I was like, yeah, but I was like, this is this game has been probably the most refreshing game I've played since Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. I was like, Sun and Moon, you know, eh. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, eh. The story was great, don't get me wrong, the story is great, but still the gameplay was just kind of eh. Um, but they had things for me to really enjoy. Sword and Shield was a huge step, and I was so excited for it just to really be disappointed with it the the positive things were things that weren't really even on the game initially and those that was the DLC because there's really nothing about Sword and Shield that is like oh I love this like even the even the overworld was like enthralling for the first like 3 days and yes they have uh you know Dynamax raids and stuff and everything but you know they improved it all with the dlc but there's still just not much and it is a fast-paced game like i feel like it's really really quick but it's i just i just like it feels like a chore it's like you know once you beat it you're like do i really want to keep playing this even though there are things you could still do afterwards this i'm playing it and as i'm playing it i don't want to speed through this i want to slow down enjoy it like i love hearing the music because i forgot how great the music is and then just yes like with the artwork and how crisp it looks like there's something about this game that has a sense of life to it that the others, the, the last couple, haven't had a lot of, and I don't know how to describe it, but it it feels like we're heading in the right direction going forward by revisiting the past a little bit, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, like I said, like you have a much better appreciation now for some of the routes, because If I had to make one complaint, I mean, just there's points where in Diamond and Pearl, like you do kind of feel bogged down. It feels like it's a chore fighting trainer after trainer, and then you see the newer games where it's a little bit more streamlined. Like you're not going to fight like 20 trainers on a route. You'll face like three, four set out. So I was just kind of finding that happy balance now between okay, this seems like too few. This is too many. Where's the middle point? Where's this seems reasonable? This seems kind of fair. What to do? Cause like, I like I I felt the drag after a certain point. Like I want to keep going, but do I really want to fight this fisherman that's gonna have five magic carps, or this pokemaniac that's gonna have three geodudes? Like, you make some variety. Like maybe they could have expanded the synodex a little bit more than what it was at the beginning. Cause the synodex is only 151 or 150, so you don't really get the national decks till afterward, and you have to you know see everything so it's is that choice between okay do i know what trainers i need to find No, you know do i have the pokemon that i need am i willing to put in this time and effort so it might be kind of feel like it's a drag at times so i think now we have the old versions to kind of appreciate the newer versions now yep the remakes can take a couple lessons from the newer games and just again find that happy middle ground and I mean, you're, you're never going to make everybody happy, so it's not worth the effort sometimes to try to make something all-encompassing. Like, focus on what you know. Do what you want to do. Tell your story.
0: No, but that that's that's what I was saying. Like, we're in a good spot going forward because we had the remake, so we mm-hmm. revisited the past a little bit. So all the people who wanted these but have seen the last couple of games, and yes, the last couple of games are really, really quick. Well, there's a reason to it, but now I feel like you can find a happy balance and a happy medium. And they did the, They they did something right. Everyone talks about how easy games are, but again, games do become easy because we've been playing them for so long. Yeah, especially these. You kind of know this. You know, a lot of things don't surprise you if you know. You know. You know. Grass beats water and rock. Okay, then you know it's just like you remember these things over time. It, it, the game's formula doesn't change much, but it becomes much easier to you the 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 longer it goes. But I will say that is brilliant. The way they've done it, though, is that's why I think they they need to take that going forward. Is yes, make it a family fun, friendly game. But every game has a time where it gets tough. That's like the championship, the elite four. I think those things could increase the quality of life to a game like a sword and shield where, yeah, maybe it seemed a little too streamlined. It was a little too quick or something. And same with, same with, uh, you know, like sun and moon, for example, everything about sun and moon was good and they tried different things, but still there, there was something missing. And I think, you know, if, if that initial championship, that you had to go face the mask whatever and you face all the whatever and it became really really hard again that would be a great great way or like they gave us a teaser with ultra necrozma because remember no when you walked in no one really knew what they were getting and then you got smoked by the legendary that was passed out in the, the the volcano
1: i think it's a good the good thing with the remakes is like the remakes you can use them to kind of test new ideas and if it's well received like hey Maybe we should implement this in the next game. Like, boss Pokemon, slowly kind of becoming a thing now. Like, we saw it with the Necrozma battle. There is a boss battle, too, with one of the legendaries, or one of the legendaries that's featured in Pokemon Platinum. Like, you do get to fight one of them, and it's a, a difficult battle, you know, if you're not ready for it. So, I like this idea that they're implementing, and I know it's looking like... Legends of Arceus is going to play around with that idea too. Having these bosses you got to overcome, and like I, I like that setup to where you know part of the game is you know teaching you, getting you ready, you know giving you the room to practice and grow, and then make the end challenging. Like let this be your final exam to see you know did you learn what you're supposed to learn. You know maybe I mean you. Start kind of introducing certain features a little earlier, you know, start giving more of a challenge, because again, you can fight a thousand Geodudes, but fighting a thousand Geodudes is not going to get you ready for a very, very strong guard jump. You know, get ready for the kind of those harder challenges that are going to be on your way.
0: I was going to say that I think Legends R C is coming around the corner, literally is going to take all the... Oh no 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 no! I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there till the end. But this is what I was gonna talk about. We were talking about quality of life and things like that. I don't care what anyone says. The one two time like unlimited TMs needs to be a thing always. The HM like you know on the gadgets whatever always works. That's great. fine. I
1: think that's a feature we're sticking around with.
0: Yeah, but the TMs you just need to make them unlimited all the time. I just you know you gotta. Uh, just I I've always been an anti fan of like, you can only get two of these TMs in a game, and it's like oh. I know they have ways to get more, but yeah, you know, I just under, like underground. I just like the reusable ones.
1: It's it's one of those great, great features we've had. So I mean, it would have been nice for them to bring, bring them back. I mean, I get why because they probably just needed something else to sell in the underground <laughs> by those poor like hikers that are walking around. But I mean, other than that, it's it, it would have been a nice feature to have like or at least kind of do a system like in sword and shield where you've got your tms but you've also got a set of like trs that you can get in other ways and make them a little bit more accessible those could have been what the hikers sold in the underground but yeah i mean for sure that's yeah. something that i mean I, I faithful remake yeah we get it it wasn't like that back in the day you learn to appreciate them now but still there's there's certain quality of life improvements we have nowadays that You know, you can still put in the remakes, like being able to like open your Pokemon box anywhere is a great improvement that's been helping lately.
0: To be honest, I actually love not being able to access it like that. It makes the game so much more like intense. At that point, there's no getting around it like, all right, I got to go through this to get to where I need to go. And I need to be I need to focus. Like No, I can understand, that. I remember I was, lo- I, was look- I was looking for the box. I was like, oh, wait. This game doesn't have it. I was like, oh. oh. I, was, I was for certain they were going to give us that because they put in the Let's Go games. And then I remember Let's Go also did the, the TM thing where it's like, you know, you can only use it once. And I was like, oh, no, they don't have the box. But it really makes you tough it out. And it makes you really, really, really... That's why I think I like it too, because it makes you really want to know what your team is going to be. And it's not going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to go into this gym. Oh, I forgot. It's a steel type. Let me switch this out real quick or whatever and just go to the next thing. I, d- I like the whole, I'm committing to them right now, and this is what we're going to go with right now.
1: I believe in you. Please don't let me down. Like, seriously, we only get one shot with this.
0: Speaking of Speaking of believing in you, the happiness stuff, do you like that or do you not like not that it's like not normal because we've had it for all these games but how easy it is like to to obtain that happiness it's like you know your pokemon remembers it and so it evades like a, a crit or something or yeah. you know m- misses a move like i've literally watched videos of people take a critical move at one percent life and it didn't kill it because it's like oh well he's crying holding on for you i was like it didn't make the game easier because you could still lose, but it's just like
1: it's random chance whether it clicks or not, so it's not like a guaranteed but it's, safety. But it's net. a
0: lot more but it's a lot more frequent than mm-hmm. it ever is. Like and that's the crazy thing. Like it's a lot more frequent. And I don't know if that's supposed to help with like the evolutions of some of those Pokemon because the happiness really mattered in Gen four for a lot of those evolutions. Um the Opanny, Lucario. The or, or what <laughs> it's about. Yep. Yeah, like I just, I wonder, like, it doesn't bother me too much, but I just remember, like, it was not that easy and not that quick, you know, to have that extra, you know, happiness, love, whatever, with your mons. And so, I've I've had a couple battles where I'm like, oh, well, that took away the fun because I just totally, you know, crit and probably should have got O-code, but I didn't. And it's like, um, you know, I, I would I would damper that down a little bit, too. Uh, contest. I've not tried I, them. I don't
1: like <laughs> them. I haven't tried them yet. I,
0: I did one. I hate it. I'm out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> They're not for me.
1: I haven't figured out the Poffin mechanic yet because I keep making burnt ones. So um, contests aren't going to be my number one thing I'm running to anytime soon. Not at all.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, Entei. Another Entei appearance. It's been a while since Entei's made an appearance. But uh,
1: oh, Shiny hunting's been like, but, uh, really like refreshing now because I feel like Hatching eggs gets like so monotonous and just like can get bored. Just like watching like Twitch streamers, shiny hunting here I actually have to be paying attention. Like I'm actually engaged because keeping that chain going and knowing that even if you're doing everything right, there's still that seven percent chance of failure. Like it's not a perfect. It's not a perfect hundred. But I, I love it now because it's. Like I said, it's more engaging. Like, I'm more focused on the game. Like, I'm not, like, just doing it as a passive side thing. I mean, you can. Masuda method is still a thing that's in there. But like I like shiny hunting now. And there's, like, so many options with the radar. Like, <laughs> the radar can help you. Like, I did Buizel was my very first shiny hunt. And I was able to get two. I got my chain of 40. And then back to back, got found shiny weasels. And then I tried Pachirisu for a little bit. It was being a little jerk to me. So I did a Sentrit which popped up on route, like, 102 or something around there. Got it within my third one. I'm working on my Diana. took a break from my Diana and kind of went to Ponyta, and I'm going back and forth between them. Like, that's kind of the good thing, too, is you can jump. Like, you don't have to be, like, totally stuck. I don't know how some streamers, like, I more power to you if you want to be able to go, like, soft reset again and again for starters. Like, that's a level dedication I don't think I can hit right there, so... Good luck to you guys. Keep pushing through. But, I mean, I just love radar hunting. It's actually, it's really fun. It's Like I said, something new, something different. Like, I get, I and mean, there's there'll probably be some that I'll still Masuda hunt later. But, I mean, for right now, I really love shiny hunting. It's kind of like my, like, nighttime ritual now. Just try to chain and see how far I can get. If it fails, okay, that's it for today. We did our best.
0: All right. So, which game has had the best form of shiny hunting? Because I remember it was, everyone loved Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire's shiny hunting method. With the dex nav and stuff there. I mean, I'm still kind of, oh, well, I'm not new-new to shiny hunting.
1: I didn't really start doing it till Sword and Shield, so I've only ever known Masuda. I mean, now that I'm doing radar hunting, this is at least, like, I like the engagement. Like, I like being having to be focused on the game now. Like, it's not like a – like I said, it's not a passive thing. Like so just wait, wait the so, you, so
0: you never you, never did Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire?
1: I wasn't shiny hunting back then. Shiny hunting is like oh. something I've
0: been kind of brand new
1: with. I mean, so, Go has been so fun it's basi- shiny hunting. So it's basically hunting's... what you're
0: doing now. It's yeah. basically what you're doing now, but it's a much – it's it's much simpler because remember in the Dex Nav it showed you the Mons that you could that mm-hmm. were in the general area and so you could click on which one it was and it would shake that grass to get that one and that would how you start your chain. Which like,
1: the, it's just like another like DV or not der- derivation from Dex Nav like it's kind of we built on like Dex Nav we built on Poke but then, you know, we kind of just was dropped that, was the Was that what Radar. it was called?
0: Was Pokeradar?
1: It, it started off as Pokeradar. We had it in Gen 4, Gen 5, and then had it in Gen 6 as well. This one in Diamond and Pearl is a, a lot more forgiving because uh, Pokeradar was very strict with how it worked in a lot of the older games, especially with, like, Gen 6. It was very, very particular. Then Gen 7, you, know, you had people SOS and counters. could find
0: stuff quick on those. Like that was the thing is I remember players could find them really quick in gen six. And then I think the fun, the fun with uh sword and shield with their shining honey is the dynamax. Like trying to set that up. That thought that's where the shining Honey really laid for gen for gen eight.
1: It's another viable method. I mean, there's like so many ways you can do it. It's just that I I'm enjoying having like a brand new method to kind of do this with and, You've got options, of course. Not everything is shiny hunting, or, you know, you can't really use the Dex or the Poké Radar. So many methods. The Poké Radar, you can't really use it for every single Pokémon, but, you know, you have your favorites you can use. You can go back to previous ones, or, I mean, now you have that kind of chance in the Underground now where you don't know what you're going to find, and if you hear that whistle that everybody collected the 40 Diglets, run to a room and check. You never know. Every Pokémon in there has the potential. You just have to see.
0: To be honest, I'm probably going to like Gen 4's, me- or this, not Gen 4's, but this uh BDSP version because of that underground that we've talked about so much today. Um, one other takeaway, though. Is it me, or are these routes extremely scarce with Pokemon? At least at the start of the game, like, usually you would run into... Oh, like mind ramped up,
1: uh, like, midway through. I couldn't take a step without running into, like, two back-to-back. I didn't even get to move. In no, a no, 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 back-to-back. no, no,
0: no. I'm, I'm not talking about how many times you encounter something. I'm saying the, the the amount of species you encounter. Yeah. Because, literally, it was just Starly for, like, three routes. And then it was just Shinx for two routes. And then it was Geodude for, like, five routes. And that's all you got for, like, at all at any time of the day. It probably would have helped if they
1: expanded the Sinnoh decks a little bit more to include a couple. I mean, at least take some Pokemon out from the underground, add a little bit more there, and that would have probably helped with the decks. Because I think that's why, like, so many trainers have very, very similar teams. Or, like, every hiker is going to have either Geodude, Onyx, Golem. Like, that's the majority of them. And it gets, again, that's where it kind of becomes more tedious to work through, but... Yeah, it takes a while before you get, like, more variety in there. Even what you see on the routes.
0: Have you resented any certain Mon because of this game? Like, you, like, liked them before, and then you play this game, and you're like, no, I just, I don't think I like you anymore.
1: Not really. I mean, I've always been indifferent towards Geodude to begin with. <laughs> Thank you, playing red and blue.
0: <laughs> see, Geodude I would never really had a problem with. I have a huge problem with now. Just I I, can't, I I I'm I'm done here. I'm just like we I, I don't know what we're doing anymore. Like the same. You run into the same. And you're tr- only three uh, badges younger, in, like, man. You've got five more. Oh, to experience. I've already heard the nightmares. I've already heard the nightmares. Like I like I said, I'm not even remotely a fourth of this game done. And most people are already done because they they sped through it and did everything. I'm just like looking at. It, I was like, oh, I got to do this again. And what's funny is. I forgot all about the original Diamond and Pearl because when you go back and you play the Gen 4 games, you always play Platinum at that point. And I've played Platinum two or three times. And then I forgot, oh, yeah, not the same game. I'm kind of surprised it didn't take more Platinum elements to kind of mix them in there. It's it's very heavy
1: on you know Diamond and Pearl. Like, I thought we would have gotten, like, it's Diamond and Pearl, but here are the Platinum elements mixed in there as well. But, I mean, it's fine. Like I said, it's what I would have expected from the remake pretty much. I don't think there's going to be a platinum DLC or anything. The game doesn't really allow itself for that or set itself up for that, so it's fine. I mean... yeah, We just gotta wait and then the interesting thing will be in about like six years or so when we get the black and white remakes is it going to be... A fusion of black and white and black and white two, or is it just going to be black and white solely? And then we move on to the Gen six remakes in VR once we get to that
0: point. I truly don't think we wait that long for Gen five remakes. I think because now we're starting to see that Pokemon is really letting other teams and other development like they might stuff push it out faster. Go on. Yep. I think I think they're put. I I get. This is going to be the time I say this. I think we get a different game every year, and it's going to be something of substance. Maybe two games. Not like you always get that weird side game or whatever the weird app is, whatever, and then you'll get a game. So, like, I think we're going to get to the point where next year we do have Arceus, but then we're either going to have a Let's Go game or a Gen 9 game that everyone keeps clamoring about. But I think we're we're really gonna have a a main series game pump out every year around holiday time. I truly believe that.
1: It's a possibility. If it's not a mainline, it's like some type of like very popular spinoff we'll get. I mean, it yeah. might be Legends does so well that we have Legends Arceus. We might have Legends Ho-Oh in another year, or like Legends Rayquaza in another year. Like, I think that this is the testing ground that they're gonna be using to see what the reception's
0: like, and we take it from there. How would you do a Legend's Rayquaza if it's it's like a dragon from space? I mean... in the movie was.
1: Arceus is God. How are they doing a God (laughs) remake and now here we are?
0: I mean, well, no, because you think of the old ancient tales of, like, how people and religion try to view things and all that stuff. Yeah, I could see this one. (laughs) I'm trying to think of, like, the Legends, like, Rayquaza. Or, like, Legends Mewtwo. What would, like... I mean you couldn't how do Mewtwo, that but you could do Legends this Mew. So yeah, you'd be like in the Or they're gonna stick to just South African with, desert or something.
1: I mean they might stick to just doing mythicals, so I mean if it's Arceus this year, it could be Mew another year, or Jirachi or Manaphy. You can't do Genesect.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, did you uh did you like how they, you know, gave you the, the mythicals? real early in the game I
1: thought they were gonna be Mystery gift I didn't know they're just gonna be hey talk to these NPCs in Florida yeah, so I
0: was like I was like oh I was interested and then I finally get the man fee because they don't give you the mystery gift stuff until later on like you don't get it oh right you can off the miss you it if you
1: if you're not paying attention or like decide hey I want to go see what's in the TV station in Jupiter Life City like you will miss the mystery gift feature
0: and so that's why I was like I was like wait I have Mystery gift all of a sudden, and then I was like, oh, well, I have to go get these statues, I have to go get the Manaphy egg, I have to go get, <laughs> I was like, oh, there's things to get. And the Platinum Clothes, I totally forgot about all the pre, like, the the first wave of release bonuses you get, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, trainers, in case you didn't know, Dream life City, go to, what's on the upper floors, talk to the director. It's very hard to miss the phrase you're supposed to say, like very hard to miss the phrase you were supposed to say so get your mystery gift unlocked like that i think you have until like february or so to claim like the platinum clothes and the manaphy eggs i mean sooner the better but you got time you've got time
0: we got plenty of time because the next game doesn't drop until january 22nd is that right
1: yep so we've got two more huh We're actually starting to get less than two months now,
0: like almost to a month and a half. (laughs) Well, I mean, tomorrow is, uh, at the time of recording, tomorrow is December December. 1st. By the time this comes out, it's going to be December 3rd or something. So
1: that's 31 days plus 22. We're only 53 days away?
0: There is a Twitter account that's literally posting every day, X amount of days till something, and they have the graphic of the game.
1: Oh, there's a Twitter for everything. I like the one with the Mr. Krabs being saying, you made it to Friday, Sailor.
0: <laughs> the only other takeaways I have is Unite. Apparently, people are still out on Unite because of the, the Greedent thing. I still don't know what that means. I heard Greedent was
1: fixed. It's just like it seems like it might be a little bit lackluster right now. They probably have a holiday event coming soon. I would not be surprised. I mean,
0: they, they did they did drop Decidueye the day of the remakes dropping.
1: They did a lot of stuff that weekend when Diamond and Pearl dropped. Like it was a Pokemon every weekend.
0: I can understand news drops and stuff, but yeah, they had a lot of things going on, knowing they have this game coming out for fans to to indulge in. Like, don't don't overload it. Sometimes that's that's a bad business move. That's what I said uh, about their one of their directs. I was like sometimes don't overload it. Spread it out. You got some time. Um, and then on top of it, I, I've, I, I've, we, like I said, we're maybe ten days removed from this game dropping, something like that. And it, well, guess what? Guess what, fans? It's already time for Gen Five hype season.
1: Ah, we so, knew it was coming. We knew it was coming.
0: So for the, so for the next two years, maybe three, we're gonna talk about how bad we need Gen Five remakes. And then the moment they come out. You will all complain about, oh, this is so long, it's so boring. This isn't, where's the overworld? Where's this? I'm like, well, you guys asked for these remakes. It's Can the not- circle of life. Well, <laughs> oh, man, I don't got nothing else to do. I had to end it on that note because that's where we're going to go to now. I can't end on a positive note knowing we're literally going back into what we've dealt with for the last <laughs> 15 years. <laughs>
1: This is why I don't read Twitter comments or YouTube comments anymore. But yeah, that's it for news. I mean, we did get a lot of Go stuff, but we're already running long. So me and my Go save that for next week. I I I,
0: I have no patience for Pokemon Go news today.
1: Oh, but they focus on Unova for December. But I mean, that's a story for another day. The one thing I will throw out there, trainers, is this weekend, December fifth, is Swine Up Incense Day. You can use incense alternate between seeing Ice types or Ground types course wind up just having a special move there's a lot more news but uh trust me i need the go team for that one so that's a story for next week so traders, if you ever need to get a hold of us easiest ways to do it is just to shoot us a dm or tweet at us at 1334 decks on twitter let us know how you're liking the games if you're shiny hunting anything cool if you're going to be nice and get, you know, Steven, the Elecate L- that he really wants for his team, you know, make your choice. Make hey, your time, out.
0: time <laughs> out. Does that mean I'm off next week from the show? I should say yes,
1: but I feel like I should make you work, though, so
0: no. Okay, friends. Well, I will work by dr- fighting all of these Geo dudes for the next 28 hours of gameplay.
1: You got a lot to get through. <laughs> a lot of experience yeah, to get through. I do. And of course, trainers, you've always got, you can email us at 1334dex as well at gmail.com. Real easy, put all the information in the show notes below, too. So, trainers from all of us here at the 1334dex, from myself, Researcher
0: Albert, and from
1: Steven Classic, our resident Geodude expert in the next coming days.
0: Okay, hey, if you put that bad juju on me, We're going to have some problems. I'm going to put an ad out on Indeed about having another co-host. I know I gave you the keys to this ship, but no, if you're going to lump me in that Geodude category, we're going to have a problem. And until your next Geodude-filled adventure, we will catch you (laughs) later,
1: trainers. See ya.